Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEELS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code Food Heals. Food Heals Podcast, episode 87. Well, if you want to stalk me, look me up on Snapchat or Instagram, because that's where the most photos of me and my underwear are going to appear. Uh-oh. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stressed. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. We're so excited to speak with our guest today, fitness, triathlon, and nutrition expert, Ben Greenfield. Ben has authored multiple books and DVDs and is a fellow podcaster. Ben hosts the Ben Greenfield Fitness Podcast and the Get Fit Guy Podcast on the Quick and Dirty Tips Network. Ben's mission is to show you how to get your body performing at peak capacity with maximum fat burning efficiency and ideal hormonal and health status in the safest and fastest way possible. Rather than pounding you with complex workout videos and difficult diets, Ben will instead teach you how to achieve your goals by optimizing lifestyle parameters that go way beyond simply exercise and healthy eating. And I know he's on a treadmill right now, so he Mm -hmm. likes to multitask. (laughs) That's right. I'm just simulating my whole like hunter-gatherer farmer ancestor genes by moving while I talk. That's a great answer. Yeah, yeah actually, actually it's it, it's interesting. Like, if you start to dig into like guys like uh, Leonardo da Vinci, I believe Benjamin Franklin falls into the category. Uh, Charles Dickens. A lot of these folks would like write or dictate while moving and walking. And there's even this concept that I believe it was one of like the ancient Greek. They didn't call them colonies, whatever you called the ancient Greeks. Um, I'm obviously a really crappy historian. They would conduct a university uh, while walking. That is true. Right? I've they heard of that. They would do their lectures and stuff uh, while walking, which I, I think is great Like, because you can totally learn. And as a matter of fact, you know, as, as you may know, cardiovascular exercise specifically, or at least aerobic movement, dumps out uh, brain-derived neurotropic factor, or BDNF. Uh, strength training doesn't do that cardio does and so when you move as you converse or as you learn or as you dictate or anything else you can get a little bit smarter as long as there's not too many distractions i've seen some people fall off the back of treadmills ideally you know you you should move a little bit while you're working or in this case uh chatting well i love that and i actually have a vibration machine and so what i do instead of Mm, walking yeah my wife has one of those (laughs) yes the vibration machine go ahead I have so many ideas on there and I think because it's like my cardiovascular you know system is stimulated and I'm just like 
I'm there with nothing else to do except feel the vibration and, and let all my cells heal. And so I listen to podcasts there. I'll start writing out down ideas there. I'll start recording ideas there. And it sounds like this blah, 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 mm-hmm. while I'm talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be interested. I haven't actually seen any research on uh, the, the cognitive performance enhancing effects of vibration. You know, most of the research out there is on either priming the body for a muscular contraction right? Like standing on it before you do a sprint or standing on it prior to a squat. There's a great deal of research behind the ergogenic effects when used in that manner. Uh, There's also a little bit of research on activation of lymph fluid and blood flow, you know, similar as you may get from like a a sauna or, you know, trampolining or rebounding is another example of that. But one thing I can tell you, because I tried this before, on a on a vibration platform is if you can do a headstand right where you put both elbows beside your head and kind of get up into a headstand and you can maintain a headstand for about 30 to 60 seconds upside down on a vibration platform and then once you get upright you have this really kind of cool trippy blood flow experience to your head that I would imagine, again, I'm totally hypothesizing here, but you could probably get some pretty cool like capillarization or increase in blood flow to your brain. So you should try it upside down sometime. I know. That sounds like a great idea. We do them in yoga, but I can't, I can't sustain them very long without a wall. So mm-hmm. I'll have to get a little bit I can't imagine vibrating at the same time. As, yeah, that's a lot of balance. That's and a lot need, of balance. That's I, a lot of core. Yeah, I would need a wall to fall back on and then, and then keep trying. Sounds you know? like fun, though. Or an assistant, <laughs> or an assistant to hold your feet. A, tr- yes. a trusted vibration assistant. Oh, that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe my husband will do it. There you go. Right. <laughs> Just you, your husband, and a vibrator. That's all we need in life. That's right. <laughs> that That's all wine. women want. <laughs> yeah. Just a man and a vibrator. Food Heals Nation is a judgment-free, judgment-free zone. All right, Food Heals Nation. If you follow Ben, you'll learn about fat-burning efficiency zones, gut health, mental performance, maximizing recovery, boosting libido, and enhancing every possible aspect of your body rather than just work out like a madman and eat boring food. In other words, Ben will teach you how to become superhuman as fast as possible, as safely as possible. Where are you getting all this? Are you making this up or did I, is this written somewhere? This is from your website, Oh, ben. I was going to say it. It sounds kind of familiar, but at the same time, I was going to uh, say uh, kudos for putting this together. But I guess you just stole it from the <laughs> website. Right? No, we'll take that. We'll take that. All right. Before we get to our interview with Ben, we have to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by Thrive Market. The mission of Thrive Market is to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Thrive promises to sell only the highest quality, healthy, natural products. Always at prices 25 to 50% below retail. Always committed to sustainability and social justice. And I just love what they are doing. It's Costco meets Whole Foods. Yes, it's a membership site and it's very similar to Costco, but with the high quality natural and organic products of Whole Foods. They have an incredible array of products and the lowest prices I have ever seen. Yes, so I just placed an order. I got cleaning products, lotions, shampoo and conditioner, floss, a new toothbrush. I got vitamins. I even got dog treats, Susie, like a whole bunch of stuff. And the retail cost would have been $200 at any other place. But I got the entire order. I posted on Instagram if you want to see it. 
I got the entire order for one oh nine. Almost That's incredible. Half, I know. <laughs> almost <laughs> almost half off. And it's all stuff I would have bought online anyway. And I just got a huge discount. So in one trip, the membership has already paid for itself. That's Freaking fantastic. I know. Yes, members who shop at Thrive frequently are saving thousands every year. So that's why we are so excited to partner with Thrive and bring you an amazing discount code, Food Heals Nation. You never have to pay full price for healthy food again. Go to thrivemarket.com slash foodheals to get your three-month free membership plus 15% off your first purchase. Three months, Food Heals Nation. They told me that they usually only offer one month or two months, so we got three. Thank you, Thrive. <laughs> so start shopping now and save on your favorite natural, wholesome products delivered straight to your door for free. That is thrivemarket.com slash foodheals. Next up, our interview with Ben. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Today we're here with Ben Greenfield. He was voted personal trainer of the year by the NSCA, and he's recognized as one of the top 100 most influential people in health. He has a BA and MA from the University of Idaho in sports science and exercise physiology and personal training, plus strength and conditioning certifications from the NSCA. During the past 10 years, Ben has helped hundreds of clients from beginners to professionals achieve weight loss and fitness success. And Ben is the author of multiple health and fitness books, including the New York Times bestseller, Beyond Training, Mastering Endurance, Health, and Life. Ben vlogs and podcasts at bengreenfieldfitness.com and resides in Spokane, Washington with his wife and twin boys. Welcome, Ben. Well, thank you. And I, I love the way you pronounce it as Spokane. <laughs> yeah, sh- I, I was going to correct Spokane her. But Spokane is how we say it up here. That's how the locals say it. Um, She's from sorry. North Carolina. Spokane, you gotta give her a break. Spokane. I'm from the South. I didn't know. Spokane. Spoke- you would say Spokane, Spokane if you were from the South. That's what we say, Spokane. y'all. I didn't know, y'all. Take I'm my sorry, Spokane man. with a little bit of sweet tea. <laughs> exactly. Luckily, I lost that accent. You guys do have an E at the end, so. You know. This is true. It is deceptive. <laughs> All right. Ben resides in Spokane. 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 I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Spokane. Spokane. Susie, take over. Ben resides in Spokane, Washington. (laughs) (laughs) Fixed. (laughs) Moving on. All right. So we went through a little bit about you and your bio. And can you just tell us in your own words, what got you into health and fitness? How did you get to where you are today? I was a complete nerd growing up. I was into like online World of Warcraft, one of the early adopters of that wonderful game, Uh, president (laughs) of the chess club. Played violin for 13 years and was really a consummate geek uh, until I discovered the sport of tennis uh, and mostly fell in love with that sport because I had a crush on my tennis instructor, Michelle, (laughs) and I just wanted to impress her and uh, make her very proud of me. And uh, eventually just got bit by the tennis bug. And then I discovered that like little dumbbells and running up hills and even like shifting my diet, you know, from like peanut butter Captain Crunch to oatmeal. And maybe doing a a little more lettuce on the Big Mac was actually making me healthier and more fit. And so I just started to tap into like nutrition science and exercise science. And, you know, I I met like a a bodybuilder. His name was Bruce. And I remember just like spending hours and hours at his house, just like soaking up his knowledge of like, you know, fascia and muscle and eating. And eventually I decided I want to study this stuff in college. 
So I did. I declared myself as an exercise science major and played tennis at university and uh, spent the next five years pursuing bachelor's and master's degrees in exercise physiology and biomechanics while also getting certified as a personal trainer and you know, moonlighting as a trainer and managing the wellness program at the university. Went full on pre-med, got accepted to a bunch of medical schools, but decided to, uh, to work in the private sector for a little while before going to medical school. And while working in the private sector, in this case in surgical uh, hip and knee sales, I became pretty disillusioned with modern medicine, with modern allopathic medicine, and decided I, I wanted to go a different route. So I delved back into the fitness world, started with managing a, a local fitness club, and then started branching out, opening up my own fitness training studios. I partnered with a lot of local physicians. You know, I, I was the guy who did cutting edge stuff, right? Like I was doing uh, platelet rich plasma injections and uh, indirect calorimetry measurements of, you know, metabolism and uh, high speed video camera analysis of biomechanics. And I was kind of like, I made a name for myself as the guy to go to when nothing else seemed to be working just because I, I, I love to like geek out on the latest cutting edge research and science and, you know, biohacking, whatever you want to call it. So I did that for about six years until my wife got knocked up and uh, had little twin, twin boys inside of her. And I realized that what I was doing was not sustainable, right? Like working a job from 5 a.m. till 10 p.m. at the gym. And so I, I started doing a little bit more speaking started a blog, started writing books, started figuring out ways that I could be at home and homeschool my kids and spend time with my wife and be there for her. And now what I do is, you know, online consulting. I, I speak at fitness and health conferences. I kind of like sold all my, all my gyms and fired all my clients. And, you know, now I, I'm primarily, you know, if somebody sits next to me on the airplane and asks me what I do, I tell them I'm an author, you know, just because that's, that's much, much easier than saying, oh, I'm, I'm a blogger, I'm a podcaster, and you get the raised eyebrow from the 70-year-old the woman who's never heard of either of those mediums. You know, I speak, I consult with people from all over the world via Skype. You know, I do things like look at blood and biomarkers. Um, I invest in some health companies. Yeah, and then I compete professionally. You know, I spent a decade racing Ironman. Now I compete professionally in the sport of obstacle racing. And I just, you know, I try to live life to the fullest. I do like you know, archery and spearfishing and still play music, still write fiction. Just, I guess I, I try to optimize the body and the brain, right? As much as possible. And the spirit and the soul a little bit too, whether that's through the right kind of eating or the right kind of living or the right kind of thinking or the right kind of movement. And so my goal in life is to tap into the ultimate combination of performance and health and longevity and to teach as many people as possible as much as I discover, uh, figuring that stuff out in the trenches. I mean, you, one of the things I know about you is that you teach people how to be superhuman. And from that description, it sounds like that's exactly what you are, because I don't know how anyone could accomplish that and all of those things in such a short time. It's, it's pretty superhuman to us. So. Well, it all starts out with not watching TV. Oh, that's a good thing. So no TV <laughs> at all? Big, um, okay, so I have a few guilty pleasures. I watch Master Chef when that one comes out because my okay. kids love it and like they love to cook, so I like to watch that to help inspire them because my goal is like once they're 18 for me not to have to lift a finger for breakfast, lunch, or dinner because hopefully mm -hmm. they'll be amazing chefs. And I watch, oh, Shark Tank. 
Uh, mm-hmm. but you know, like I'll tune into that on Hulu and I'll watch five minutes here. It'll, it'll take me like a whole week to get through a shark tank episode just cause I'll literally watch like one single, you know, pitch and then that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like I watched maybe four movies a year and, uh, yeah, I, I really think TV is a little bit of a waste of time and I know I miss out on some stuff, right? Like I don't know what's going on with hunger games or game of thrones, but I don't blame uh, you there. Yeah, that's that's a yeah. big one for productivity. And you know, I, I also have a lot of routines, right? Like daily habits that just add up and have become natural throughout the day. Little things that add up, right? Like every day I have to do thirty burpees and every day I start off with ten to fifteen minutes of a little bit of soft tissue, you know, deep tissue therapy and a little bit of yoga. And every day I do five minutes of like some kind of a deep breathing or like Kundalini yoga or fire breathing. And, you know, every day I eat 20 to 25 portions of plants or vegetables and, you know, and all these little things kind of like add up so that by the end of the week, you know, maybe I didn't get in the car and drive to a 60 minute yoga class, you know, two times that week, but you know, I've amassed with 10 to 15 minutes each morning as a habit, you know, 75 minutes of yoga and deep breathing and, you know, another hour of deep tissue massage therapy. And, you know, if you, if you count up 210 burpees a week, right. So, so all these little things add up. And I think that's one of the things for me is just like consistency and habit. And I've just made it a part of my life. I love all of those. And so can we break that down a little bit into manageable steps for Food Heals Nation? So I know what a burpee is. They're not easy. So No, they're not. So to do that many, let's let's break it down. And kundalini yoga is one of my favorite breathing exercises oh, awesome. as well. So, you know, there's different ones you can do that are targeted for digestion or targeted for oh, manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. I, had a, uh, I had a custom routine designed for me. My friend Summer Nicole, she's a doctor of physical therapy. Um, I actually just interviewed her for the Ben Greenfield Fitness Podcast, so she'll be on in a few weeks. But you know, she awesome. does like fifteen minute consults with people. So I told her, you know, my my main goals were to open up my heart and blood flow, and to enhance cognitive performance and to decrease cortisol. All right? And the idea behind Kundalini is specific movements target specific portions of your endocrine system or specific organs, and so. I go through a series of movements that she designed for me, you know, everything from like punching forward while exhaling to side to side twists. There's a lot of periods in between each movement where you hold and squeeze everything from your sexual organs up to your head and then you release it all and you, you know, let the energy flow back into the earth. And so for me, even though I'm no Kundalini yoga expert, she is. You know, for for me, that's just like one of those things that I tap into to awaken the specific sections of my body that I want to awaken. And and for me, I don't do that every day, right? So my life is in one way habitual and consistent, but in another way, highly variable in that each morning I will test my sympathetic nervous system strength and my parasympathetic nervous system strength. I do this with an app uh, that I designed called the Nature Beat app. So you roll over, you put on a, a Bluetooth-enabled heart rate monitor, you hook yourself up to the, the heart rate monitor, and that connects to your phone. And it measures what's called your heart rate variability. And the idea is you can look at how strong your fight-and-flight-based nervous system is that day mm-hmm. and how strong your rest and digest nervous system is that day. And then you can on the fly decide, okay, well, this morning... 
I'm going to do like hill sprints and more burpees because my sympathetic nervous system is really strong and robust and my score is really high. And then this day I'm showing that my nervous system needs a little bit more recovery, right? So I'm going to start off with Kundalini yoga or, you know, I'm going to go in the sauna and I'm going to do like some flow yoga or something like that. And now I actually just wrote a blog post about this. I'm combining that with quantifying my sleep, right? So for a long time, I've avoided things like the Fitbit and the jawbone and, and things mm -hmm. like this. Not, not only because they, so they don't have airplane mode when you're sleeping, right? So you're, so you're basically, you got a little bit of Bluetooth radiation going on all night. And I'm just, I'm reticent about that. I, I just, I haven't seen enough long-term research to show me that that type of, of radiation constantly on the body is healthy. And yeah. I've seen some studies, they've shown Bluetooth, especially near the head, to cause, I don't know, nobody's putting their Fitbit on their head. At least I hope they're not. But it's but it's shown blood-brain barrier leakage Absolutely. In, uh, in rodent and mouse models. And so I'm just like, I'm, I'm a little bit cautious about that. But now I've, I'm using this ring. It's called the Aura Ring. And you can put it in airplane mode while you're sleeping. And they've tested it and compared it to Sleep Lab measurements. And it is well within accuracy of Sleep Lab measurements. And so it measures like while you're sleeping, your body temperature and at what point during the night your heart rate drops the lowest and how long it takes you to fall asleep and what part of the night you were in deep sleep and what part of the night you were in rapid eye movement sleep. And so I can wake up and it'll show me, hey, you were in bed eight hours last night, but you only actually slept six and a half hours because you were up one and a half hours and only 8% of that total time spent in bed was in deep sleep. And I've found that, that that correlates quite well to my heart rate variability. And so on a day like that, I'm careful, right? Like I'll, I'll make a decision on the fly. And that would definitely be like a, a Kundalini yoga morning versus like a, a high intensity interval and weight training day. And then there'll be other days where heart rate variability is high and the sleep score is really good. And so I know I'm just like ready to, to thrash myself, right. And make that a really tough day from a training standpoint. And I might even, you know, even though most mornings I kind of like to ease into my day, I might make that a morning where, you know, I'll sprint some sandbags up the driveway. So you know, I know it's a long answer to your question, but ultimately it, it kind of depends a little bit how I start my day. But I, I like to combine, um, you know, a little bit of science and a little bit of listening to my body. I mean, what you're telling us right now is really incredible because I feel like I do a few of those things, but I, I don't every day have the ability to measure my sleep. And I've tried the sleep apps and stuff, but they're on the phone. And I have yeah. decided that I don't want to use a sleep app on the phone because I don't want the radiation coming from my phone. Yeah, you, I think sh that's you should. Um, powerful. You should get this ring. It's. I mean, it's. It's yeah. expensive. It's like. I want to say it's like four hundred bucks. I'm like that. I, th I think they've got one mile is four hundred. One mile is three hundred. Go read the article on my website, though. They have some kind of a. I think they're doing free shipping or something like that. But it's called the O U R A the aura ring. And I like, I swear by it now. It's, it's kind of cool. That's cool. That's really interesting. And I know that you've done a lot about sleep and, and about the light that cannot be present, right? And how, how light and darkness really affect our sleep. Can you talk a little bit about that? And there's glasses, there's mm -hmm. all these things that we can do. Is it blue light? What is it called? So I'm totally breaking the rules right now because I'm, I'm in my office and I've specifically chosen lights in my office that simulate sunlight. So they've got very, very high amounts of this stuff called blue light, 
which suppresses melatonin production and induces a wakefulness state. You know, and right now it's 7.15 p.m. where I'm at. And so technically I shouldn't be bathing myself in that type of light. But I came, you know, it's it's rare for me to do a podcast in the evenings. And I, I, I ran down to the office after, you know, dropping off my kids at tennis. And it was just one of those deals. I didn't grab my special glasses you just referred to that block the blue light from hitting your eyes. Because the blue light hitting your eyes from a phone or a computer or a television or a light bulb at night is what suppresses melatonin production. And granted, you also have photoreceptors on your skin that are responsive to light, which is why whether I'm at a hotel room or I'm at home, I turn off all the lights, right? Like the little TV blinky lights that are in the hotel room or like a light that might be coming from the bathroom, et cetera. So yeah, that darkness and darkness for several hours, or at least absence of a lot of these blue light, artificial light, you know, iPhones, et cetera, is really important before bed. And a lot of companies are cluing out of this, right? Like Kindle now has blue shade mode. Um, the new iOS on iPhones now has the ability to be able to just with a, a swipe of a button under the display and brightness section to turn it into nighttime mode. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, they just added it. Apple kind of clued into this after all the research that's been done on it. Computers, there's there's an app called the uh, the Flux app that you can install on a computer that will... Uh, remove all blue light from your computer screen when the sun is setting in whatever time zone that you happen to be in. And so when you put all this together, basically what you're doing is you are hacking your system at night to make it more like our ancestors would have lived without a lot of artificial light at night and with only the type of light that would come from like firelight, right? Or torches and so, or candles. That's why up in my bedroom and in the areas where I'd, where I'd sleep or I'd want to be relaxed, I have special light bulbs that don't produce light from the blue light wave spectrum. They're called, so the bulbs I use in my house, like the ones in my office that produce a bunch of wakefulness light and the ones in my bedroom that produce a bunch of like the opposite light, they're made by a company called Lighting Science, and I've I've totally hacked my homework. The air, the water, the electricity, everything. You know, there's kill switches in every bedroom, and and there's you know negative ion producers, and there's HEPA air filters. And I I wrote a book about this called How to Biohack a Healthy Home. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but yeah, I'm big time into the light thing, and I've found that there's a massive impact on sleep quality when you a get a bunch of this blue light and sunlight during the day, and then b cut it all off at night it's it's that one two combo some people just like cut off the blue light at night but they forget to step out into the sunshine or like get blue light exposure during the day so you want that one two combo and this is so simple but one thing that is so important to my sleep is i have to sleep with a sleep mask i must have the most complete darkness Mm. when i sleep and you know i cannot sleep if i'm in a place that i can't do that i have to go just hack with a t-shirt and cover my eyes you know yeah i've used socks before and also long underwear exactly (laughs) yeah but i i use the uh i don't know if you've seen this one the sleep master sleep mask Mm-mm. It's like the wraparounds. It's the best sleep mask on the planet. Oh my gosh. It's called oh, the Sleep cool. Master Sleep Mask. It works really well. All right. I'm typing it up right now so I can look at it later. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. So almost everything I talk about, and I'm going to be totally self-promotional now, I have at greenfieldfitnesssystems.com. So when I talk about like the sleep mask, even though I don't sell it, I just put a link to it on that site. So if you go there and you click on sleep, you'll see like all the little fun little biohacks I use for sleep. 
That's perfect. And you also have a downloadable ebook that people can get for free with all your resources, right? Yeah. That's how I pay the bills, you know, opening the kimono. When I find something cool that really works, I'll just like find my, you know, my little affiliate link for it where, you know, if somebody decides they want to buy it and, you know, like I'll get 5% or 10%. So, so as I'm discovering all these things, you know, it's, it's also how I support myself. You know, when I find like the sleep master sleep mask, right? Somebody buys it with my Amazon link for my website, you know, I make two bucks. So there you go. Yeah. That's how you make money on the, on the internets and also help people at the same time. Well, let's go into that. You're an entrepreneur and affiliate links are a great way to start making a little bit of money if you're just starting out. There's a lot of other ways, but that's a great way. If people are using you as a trusted source of information and you're recommending all these things that you know that work, why not get a tiny commission? Like these affiliate links aren't making most people millionaires here. It's just a little commission that doesn't charge the person a dime. Amazon pays for that. So I think that's oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's And you know, when you're podcasting, let's face it, podcasting does not make a lot of money, right? When I'm spending two hours in front of a microphone each week, like telling people about you know, whatever, how to, how to manage autoimmune disease or how to go faster in a triathlon. Nobody's paying me to do that. But if I give people resources and they, they use, you know, my resources in the show notes, it totally helps to support shows like yours and mine. Yeah, I totally agree. I really appreciate that. So let's come back and let's talk about how you built your empire, how you created your brand and why you became an entrepreneur. We'll be right back with Ben Greenfield. Food Heals Nation, if you're like us, you care a lot about the food that you put into your body because you know that food heals. The problem is that good, healthy food can be extremely expensive, but it doesn't have to be. That's why we were thrilled to discover Thrive Market. ThriveMarket.com is like the Costco for everything healthy online. That's right. It's an online shopping club offering the best brands and groceries up to 50% off retail prices. Ship nationally for free. They have brands that I buy all the time like Simply Organic, Garden of Life, Dr. Bronner's, Tom's, Nutiva, 7th Generation, Gaia, and so many more. So basically everything I'm already buying at Whole Foods, right? Exactly, but at 25 to 50% off. And you can easily filter everything by your preferences. Gluten-free, vegan, raw, non-GMO, organic, and even fair trade. But what I love most about Thrive Market is their charitable cause. For every paid membership, ThriveMarket.com donates a free membership to a low-income family, a teacher, or a military family. How awesome is that? This is a game-changer, Food Heals Nation, because you never have to pay full price for healthy foods again. That's why we scored an exclusive discount for you. Yes, so check out Thrive Market and get two months free membership plus 15% off your first order. Join the movement at thrivemarket.com slash foodheals. You're listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. All right, Food Heals Nation, we're back with Ben Greenfield. He's the founder and owner of Greenfield Fitness Systems, a company that develops innovative and cutting-edge fitness and nutrition services and solutions to help people reach their physical and mental performance goals. Whether that be to defy aging and achieve longevity, cross the finish line of an Ironman triathlon, or simply shed a few pounds, Ben has got you covered. So Ben, you own your own company, Greenfield Fitness Systems. You have authored multiple 
best-selling books. You host multiple podcasts. Basically, like we said earlier, you're totally superhuman. You told us about your morning routine, but how do you do it all? Why did you want to become an entrepreneur? Like, why don't you have a nine to five? Like, how did this happen? (laughs) Because I suck at following. I suck at being a... I don't want to say factory worker because that's that it almost sounds insulting to people who really are satisfied with that nine to five type of job. But here's the deal. I was homeschooled K through 12, right? So I, I grew up as a very independent learner. You know, I graduated high school when I was 15, started college when I was 16. I was just that type of kid who my parents would like shove books under my bedroom door and I just learn them. Like that's just the way I'm wired and I've done personality analyses and that's also, that's just what I do, right? Like I'm hardwired to be an entrepreneur. I get that from my dad who I think by the time I was 13 had already run seven different businesses and, you know, everything from like cell phone, you know, back when cell phones first came into the market to like non-emergency medical transport services to bagel franchises, to coffee shops. And and so like, for me, it was just normal to have kind of like a weird job, <laughs> I guess, or to think outside <laughs> the box. After I got good at tennis when I was 15, like I just started like plastering the neighborhood with advertisements for people to come take tennis lessons from me. And that's how I paid for college is saving up money, teaching tennis lessons. You know, I would have literally a dozen kids over at the house almost every day and I'd be teaching them tennis. And then in college, it was kind of funny. I worked at a bakery that sold chocolate croissants in the morning. And then across the street, I'd work at the gym as a personal trainer burning all that fat off people's bodies that they (laughs) they got from the bakery. And I worked at a pub. I've just always like, I've enjoyed like hard work and I've also enjoyed creating things. Right. So, so one of the personality analyses that I took revealed that I'm like 99% like creator. Like that's what I get happiness from is creating things. And I think that's, that's part of it is I've just melded, you know, my passion for being outdoors and fitness and things like that with, with creating books, right? Like, or creating podcasts or creating, I guess, like my form of art, you know, fitness art or nutrition art or, you know, whatever you want to call it. So, you know, I I think that's part of it is, is like a little bit of genetics, a little bit of, you know, genetics and nature, a little bit of nurture with the homeschooling component, and um, my dad being an entrepreneur. So yeah. As you said, your parents threw books at you. You graduated at 15 and started college level at 16. Can you talk about the positives and negatives of homeschooling? We haven't really discussed that on our podcast. So the positives of homeschooling would be that you learn at an accelerated pace and you have a ton of freedom for what you want to study. If you have an interest in, let's say, horses, you can all of a sudden completely pivot and design the entire curriculum around horses and care for horses, nutrition for horses, any of the math that might be involved in horses or horseback riding, you know, fitness based around horses, etc. right? Like you can just like target everything based off of passions and interests. And there's a great book by author Josh Waitzkin called The Art of Learning that delves into the advantages of that. Uh, You, of course, develop, you know, independent learning and motivation skills, a ton of intrinsic motivation. 
Uh, th- those are some of the some of the bonuses. Some of the fallbacks are that you don't learn how to play well with others necessarily, unless your parents do a really good job getting you out into team sports and into group cooperative situations. Which, frankly, a lot of homeschooler parents kind of get lazy and don't do because you really got to go out of your way to do it. And sometimes at the end of like six or a seven or an eight hour homeschooling day, you just don't want to be a chauffeur, you know, and bring your kid to all these different group events. But, you know, if you don't do that, you wind up with a kid who's kind of like introverted or doesn't, you know, say play well with others. There's also the concept that for the parent, you have to learn to be an expert in a lot of things that maybe you aren't naturally an expert in or that would be best outsourced to other people, whether tutors or a school, you know. And and so I homeschooled my kids for two years and then I decided, you know what? I'm not reaching my best purpose. I'm not good at teaching them Spanish because I don't have the time to learn Spanish well enough to teach them. They need a Spanish teacher. I don't want to relearn algebra again at a level that would allow me to teach it sufficiently. They need somebody who can teach them math and I'm willing to teach them survival skills and archery and, you know, triathlon and obstacle racing and all these things that I know how to do. But there are other things that are best outsourced. And so my philosophy in schooling is I send them to a private school where they get a lot of these things that I can't teach them as well as others could. They get the group cooperative situations and the ability to play well with others and the ability to to kind of be a factory worker, right, when they need to be one and, and when they need to be a part of a group and a part of a team and not necessarily an independent lone wolf. And then when they get home, as soon as they walk in the door, it's my job to ensure that I fill in the gaps, right? That I do the, that I do the unschooling, that I take them out and teach them how to be independent, how to be entrepreneurs, how to sell things on Craigslist, how to, you know, we did recently, we, we sold a bunch of their books and toys on Craigslist. They took the photos, they wrote the descriptions, they listed our guest room on Airbnb. They did the photos, they did the descriptions, you know, and just teaching them little entrepreneurial skills like that, that they're not going to get at school. So my philosophy on on education is, you know, take a little bit from each of the different modalities out there to create a, a really good combination of skills. I think that is so cool that you taught them, here's how to sell on Craigslist, here's how to sell on Airbnb. Like, it's like the new lemonade stand, right? When we were kids, we sold lemonade and we tried to make a profit. And our parents probably were just like, here's more lemonade. But you are actually showing them how to do it in this digital world. And I think that is incredible. And those lessons are going to stay with them for the rest of their lives. And they're not going to learn it in traditional schooling. So I just commend you for that. I think that was so cool. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Where can everyone find you online, stalk you, follow mm. you, download your eBooks, buy your supplements? Tell us everything. Well, if you want to stalk me, look me up on Snapchat or Instagram because that's where the most photos of me and my underwear are going to appear. Um, <laughs> but if you just want advice, podcasts, articles each week, etc., a really, really good place to start is bengreenfieldfitness.com. And then also, like I mentioned, you know, I list a lot of my biohacks and tools and books and everything I discover over at greenfieldfitnesssystems.com. So those are the, the two best places to, to dig deeper if you uh, would like to, to do that. Love it. And do you have a tweetable you can leave us with? Do something scary every week.
meaning, uh, and this is like an anti-aging tip. This is a fitness tip. This is a, just like a living life to the fullest tip. Every week there should be something on your calendar, you know, whether it's speaking in public or volunteering in your local community or doing that workout that you've been dreading for a while, or even like a, you know, whatever, a race, like an obstacle race, like choose something that makes you a little bit nervous. That's a little bit scary and do it every week. Do something scary every week. That is fantastic advice. You guys, I did it today. I just have to tell you. So I haven't been to Barry's boot camp in like five years because I've been too scared because the last time I like basically passed out because I got overheated. <laughs> and I went today and I made it through the class and I'm just really proud of myself because I've been scared for five years. I've been blocked from going and I went today. So well just, done. Thank you. So do something scary, Food Heals Nation. Tweet it to Ben. Tweet it to us at Food Heals Nation. Thank you so much for being here, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for having me on. It was an honor. And uh, hello to the Food Heals Nation. And goodbye to the Food Heals Nation. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Sign up for our mailing list at foodhealsnation.com and receive a free gift from us. That's right. We have created a brand new guide for you, our Food Heals Nation. Yep. The guide is called Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets, and it's full of tips, tricks, and secrets collected from some of our favorite guests from the Food Heals podcast. In it, you will learn crazy cool stuff like how to live to 99 with no wrinkles. Susie's grandfather. That's right. How to attract the one. Ooh, how to never get a cavity again. My favorite. Yes, my favorite too. And the real secret to weight loss. Or maybe that's my favorite. They're all my favorites. And And so much more. (laughs) So sign up for our newsletter at foodhealsnation.com. We won't spam you, we promise. No, we won't send you too many emails. Trust us, we're too busy for that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So go to foodhealsnation.com to get your free guide, Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets from the Food Heals Podcast by subscribing today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.